state to state properties. This is Teddy DiBiase, the Bay Dollar Man. Hey, this is Bob Baffling. Hey, everyone, this is Rick Stoney. This is the Honky Tonk Man, the greatest WWE Intercontinental Champion of all time. This is your wrestling show, Ottawa. Heck, they could use you guys over in WWE. You're listening to the greatest wrestling show in the whole wide world. This is Wrestling with Ideas. Welcome inside the CKDJ studios for Wrestling With Ideas right here on CKDJ 107.9, Ottawa's new music. I'm the man they call Gibby, Zach McGibbon. Alon Saibi is the music man. Yeah. Uh, C.D. Scully, Colin Scully, of course. Uh, and our bi-weekly co-host yep. here on Wrestling With Ideas. But you're actually going to be on next week. I definitely will be. Yeah, the work schedule's worked out that way, so I figured why not. Yeah, ex- absolutely. I mean, it's funny, though, because it's like we announced it's like, bi-weekly co-hosts, first weekend. It's like, oh, by the way, I'm going to be on next week. Yeah. <laughs> but, hey, uh, it's great that we are going to be able to have you come back on yeah, for, sure. uh, for next week's show. Definitely and more of a regular role. I think that'll uh, help out. So. Yeah. No, yeah. absolutely. So... Um, but yeah, it should be a fun show. Uh, speaking of fun shows, uh, this is going to be a fun show. Um, we've got a lot to talk about here. Uh, first we'll just kind of go over what's going on with the greatest Royal Rumble that's going on this week. Obviously there's been a lot of talk about it. Uh, there's a lot of talk about the card, but also of Mm -hmm. course the controversies that surround the card, uh, notably no women's matches in, uh, on this card, uh, due to some of the laws that Saudi Arabia uh, has in place right there's been some arguments by uh some saying hey you know saudi arabia is trying to lead a change but right you know it's 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 an argument for another day for now we're mm-hmm. just kind of a wrestling podcast so right. uh, what are the things uh we'll go over we're going to go over this card we'll give our predictions for yeah, each for other sure. matches sweet um so let's just kind of start off uh in no particular order Uh, Let's just start off with the Undertaker versus Rusev in the casket match, uh, which was started off as that, then changed to Chris Chris Jericho Jericho. versus the Undertaker. And now it's back to Rusev. Then back to Rusev. Um, All still within the uh, casket match. Uh, Who do you think is going to be winning that one, Colin? See, I would like to see Rusev win Mm -hmm. this, but knowing how they've been booking the Undertaker as of late... I'm going to say Taker wins. And then that raises the question, though, of what happens to Rusev after. Yeah. Because if Undertaker's beaten by Rusev, does that throw him away? Because we know what the Undertaker versus Chris Jericho thing, Chris Jericho's due for the Fozzie tour pretty soon, right? Yeah. So that was going to, if uh, Undertaker beat Chris Jericho... It wouldn't have been a big deal. Wouldn't have been a big deal because, hey, he goes away, he comes back. Yeah. What happens with Rusev if yeah. Undertaker wins? Yeah, there's more implications on Rusev and where he would go afterwards. Right. Um, but I'm going to agree with you. Uh, the Undertaker's going to win this one. Yeah. It'll just be a nice little moment for the Saudi Arabia crowd uh, with Undertaker winning. Um, and, and it's a casket match. It's not like he's getting pinned or anything like right. that. Maybe Rusev, because technically he's still a heel, even though he should be babyface right now. Yeah. But he's still a heel. He's super over with the crowd regardless. I mean, exactly. Uh, if he... Maybe they'll try and build something off. It's like, I wasn't pinned by The Undertaker. I was just, you know, put in a casket by The Undertaker. I can yeah. still, they can't beat me one-on-one, that sort of deal. Maybe that's something they'll look forward to uh, down the line. Uh, let's go for another big match. Let's get another big one out of the way. John Cena versus Triple H singles match. Really not a lot on the line here. No storyline no. to build to this one. It was just announced just as the Greatest Royal Rumble thing was really sorry to pick up. Mm. Uh, again, no real storyline impact in this match. 
Uh, who you got winning this one? Triple H. You got Triple H winning this one? I have Triple one. H winning this one just because of how, like, how many matches has John Cena wrestled just regularly Raw SmackDown in Very 2018? Little. Very little. Exactly my point, though. I mean, albeit Triple H hasn't really wrestled that much either. Yeah. Uh, I still feel that Triple H is going to be around for a lot more what with him being in an executive role. Yep. Now, that isn't to say that in the future John Cena couldn't be couldn't show up in an executive role later on. Yep. I just feel like John Cena's bout as a wrestler is kind of coming to an end, and this could almost represent what's going on. This could almost... Uh, like a shift in momentum. Almost, yeah. Yeah. Well, not necessarily a shift in momentum, because... Or It'd like be, a, a changing of the tide, I guess I, I should say. So. Yeah, I mean, you might as well, yeah. I mean, I, I'm i actually going to counteract that. I don't think okay. it's going to be Triple H. I think it is going to be John Cena. Okay. Um, I think there – but, you know, it's a close one. Right, um, yeah, yeah, I yeah. think I think Cena is more the recognized uh, wrestler than Triple H is. And, of course, they want to get uh, everybody uh, in that crowd at Saudi Arabia. Right. They want to get them off on a good note, you know. They want to make it a good show so that – they continue to come back. Exactly. John Cena is a globally recognized superstar, right? right. So uh, I think they'll just want to give you know the big baby face win to John Cena. He celebrates with the crowd. Um, so I've got John Cena winning this one. Okay, mainly yeah. because I think obviously there's no real storyline implication unless mm-hmm. they build something over Twitter in the next couple of days. But right. I don't think I don't see that happening. No. Uh, next match, let's go over to our title matches now. A singles match for the WWE Cruiserweight Championship. This was announced recently. Cedric Alexander versus Kalisto. Uh, let's start off with you. Who? What's your prediction on this match? Uh, honestly, before we actually, before I get to my prediction on this match, I am very disappointed that Johnny Gargano is not it's facing not Cedric this. Alexander. You I would really... have loved. I would have. I'm, I'm still high on uh, Johnny Gargano, and I still think that he has a lot to offer going forward. But uh, back, I guess, to the predictions, which is what we're doing. I'm going to go with Cedric Alexander, just mainly because I feel like Kalisto could move to SmackDown after this if he loses. Because Sin Cara's over on SmackDown, I believe, right? Yeah. Yeah, so they could reunite the Lucha Dragons and then have them take over. Like, let's say, moving forward, uh, yeah, well, not moving forward yet. But let's say in the uh, Bludgeon Brothers versus Usos match, right? Yep. Uh, the Bludgeon Brothers win. Okay. If you have, here we go with a little bit of fantasy book in here, yep. but if you have uh, the Lucha Dragons reunite mm-hmm. and then take on the Bludgeon Brothers. You know, you, you could fill a need in the uh, tag team division, but uh, with rumors as well of Cruiserweight tag team division. Oh, yeah. Sin Cara could move to the, Sin Cara could go to 205 Live. Yeah. So they could do that as well. Yeah. So I think I think the option is there. I do like that idea of the Lucha Dragons coming back. Yeah. Especially if this rumored cruiserweight tag team division does come to fruition. Um in in terms of this match, I got Cedric Alexander retaining. Um I think they're just gonna try and build up his title reign. Right. And uh yeah. just kind of capitalize on that moment to uh, extend it. Obviously, recently became champion at WrestleMania. They'll want to continue that kind of build up a story around him. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I believe Cedric Alexander is going to be the winner of that one. Right. Let's move on to the Bludgeon Brothers versus the Usos tag team match for the WWE SmackDown Tag yeah. Team Championships. Uh, who you got winning this one? Uh, man, this is actually one of the harder ones that I've had to try and predict. Mm-hmm. I want to say the Usos will retain, mm-hmm. and then. Have them it's actually go. the Bludgeon Brothers that are champions. Are they really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Since when? Since uh, WrestleMania. Remember? Oh God, yes. <laughs> Sorry. I know. Ah. It feels, I know it feels like I know it feels like they've been champion forever. The Usos, but the Bludgeon Brothers yeah. are champion. 
I totally forgot about that. <laughs> um, the Usos are. Gonna, I mean, it's not been the greatest. I mean, they've, is they've, this the rematch then? Yes. This is okay. They, then the been, Usos. The Usos are going to win. You think the Usos? I are think the win. Usos are going to win. They've been doing that storyline with Naomi. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. I. Uh, I'm going to agree with you. I think the Usos are yeah. going to get the t- titles back. Um. I think they'll play a little bit of hot potato with the Bludgeon Brothers and the Usos yeah, just yeah, to try yeah, and stand yeah. exactly. this feud. Um, so yeah, I've got the Usos winning this one as well. Mm-hmm. I think there's still a little bit more to the storyline that they'll want to build up to. Um, and I think in order to build up to that moment, I think the Usos are going to win it. So that way they can continue yeah. the storyline. Let's go on to the tournament final, uh, for the vacant WWE Raw Tag Team Championship. Uh, it's going to be the Woken Warriors, Ray yeah. Wyatt and Matt Hardy versus The Bar, uh, Cesaro and Sheamus. Uh, let's go to you, my friend, who's, who's right. winning this matchup. Uh, I again. This is another one of those matches that I really want to see. Uh, one person, one team in this case win, but I more or less know that the other team is going to win. Yeah, I really want to see Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy win these championships. Mm-hmm. But something just tells me that they're going to keep Cesaro and Sheamus as champions, mm-hmm. or they're going to give the, the belts. Oh my god, them. I can't. <laughs> it's today. all good. No worries. Yeah. Uh, I. Really, I still just want to see Wyatt and Hardy as champions, specifically for the reason that we need sort of that weird aspect of WWE back yeah. again. Yeah, and that now that we have supernatural ha- yeah. element, and now that we have now we have that we have the Woken Warriors on Raw. Yeah, then we have Sanity on SmackDown. Yeah, your favorite tag team, Sanity. Sanity? Yeah, <laughs> I would say so. Definitely, I've been a fan of Eric Young since he was in TNA. So, mm-hmm. yeah, um, I. So, so who's your pick again? You think Cesaro and Sheamus is going to win, but see, you would I, like to see the Woken I, Warriors? Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, I think it's going to be the Woken Warriors that will win. Okay. I think they see, uh, I think they'll capitalize on uh, something hot that right now. I yeah. think the Woken Warriors oh, are yeah. pretty over. Um, and uh, I see them winning it. I don't see them uh, squandering it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think Cesaro and Sheamus really need another Raw Tag Team Championship under no. the belt. They've what already won four or five times. Yeah. It's crazy. What do you um, think um, Matt Hardy calls Cesaro and Sheamus? Oh, that's a good question. Oh, Brother Cesaro, I don't know. <laughs> no, like, the bar of the bar has been set and the red-headed mohawk. <laughs> I don't know. I, that, now I'm interested. Now you've got me intrigued to know uh, what uh, Matt Hardy will I hope they let him cut. A, I, I hope they let him cut a promo as he's, so. as he's walking in. They probably will. Yeah. Um, next matchup, United States Championship, Jeff Hardy versus Jinder Mahal. I, I just saw you cringe when that happened. You know what's funny? There, there are some Jinder Mahal fans out there. Yeah. Okay. There were Gilbert fans. That's true. There were Joint the Clown <laughs> fans. That's true. There are always going to be fans of any specific wrestler, but Jinder Mahal just makes me mad. Okay. On so many different levels. You know, they'd argue like, that's worse, a great heel. Worst, yeah. Well, yeah. That's what a that's what a heel is, right? Yeah. But there are heels that you like. Like I'm a huge fan right now of the way that they're portraying somebody like Rusev. Yeah. Even though he's technically not a heel. Yeah. They still haven't gone full over with the babyface. Yeah. I still think I like that. I like the way that Brock Lesnar is being portrayed. Yeah. I don't agree with how often he's been wrestling. Yeah. But I like the way that he's being portrayed. I like the I like Shinsuke Nakamura's heel gimmick yeah i do not like jinder mahal as a, like, a character a wrestler you, you remember how much i hate roman reigns right yeah i do i like i hate jinder mahal more wow than roman okay. reigns then roman reigns 
the gimmick. I, I, I don't. I, I mean, that's that's an argument for another day in terms of Roman yeah. Reigns. But personally, they um, Jinder Mahal lost all his quote unquote magic when they gave him the WWE Championship. Mm-hmm. For me, yeah. Like you, you weren't you weren't behind the push for him I, from the start. No, no, no. Um. So, uh, but who you got winning? Jeff Hardy. You got Jeff Hardy. I retained? have Jeff Hardy. Me too. Yeah. And not because uh, I'm not the biggest fan of Jinder. I think his character yeah. work has gotten better, but I I'm still not a fan of his in ring work. No. Um. I think I think it's a little too slow and a little too basic, especially for this modern day of wrestling. He's almost looking like his uh, best friend there, Randy Orton. <laughs> well, um, but also Jeff Hardy, another really big superstar. Yeah. I think he's just going to retain on the basis that yeah. you know he's he's very well over, and uh, they'll want to keep the crowd happy and uh, Jetta. So I got Jeff Hardy retaining. Yeah. A rematch: AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura, singles match for the WWE title. Uh, I'm actually going to take a uh, bold prediction on this. I think Shinsuke is going to win this. I agree with that. I uh, I think Shinsuke Nakamura, I think his heel run is uh, really, you know, heating up. No yeah. pun intended. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I really like uh, the way his character is being portrayed. Right. Um, I like how he continuously attacks uh, uh, AJ Styles, uh, the low blow. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think he's going to win the WWE title. I agree with that. Yeah, I just hope to God that this match is better than the WrestleMania match. Yeah, it's not like it was a bad match. It well, was just it wasn't it? a bad match. Yeah. It was just it was just not. It just didn't kick into the next gear like people expected yeah. it to. So well, I mean, a lot of those people were are NJPW fans as well, though. They yeah, remember the Wrestle Kingdom. Well, that's how they built it up, right? Yeah. Like they built off of that previous match. Yeah. For this match, and that's why they didn't put any storyline into it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's if there was, was an ounce assumed. of story, if there was an ounce of story into that match, yeah, I think they'd be fine. Um, so, next matchup, we'll do the ladder match for the WWE Intercontinental Championship. Finn Balor. Seth Rollins versus. Oh wow! All righty, okay. Uh, Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, Samoa Joe, The Miz. You got Finn Balor. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this more, one's more or less. Just because I'm, I'm a huge Finn, like Finn Balor is probably one of my favorite wrestlers right now. Mm-hmm. I think that if he wins it, he'll go super over. Yep. So, but yeah. Uh, I am going to go with Rollins retaining, but I think yeah. they're going to continue this feud between Rollins and Balor. Yeah, I would love to see that. Like either way, like you can have two baby faces or maybe you do a, a uh, Balor heel turn. I would love to see that. That'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, that'd be cool. That uh, I would love to see a heel Finn Balor. I think that could really work. Does he bring the demon back if he's healed? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I in mm-hmm. a, in a unique way. Maybe. Or maybe they bring like a Abyss Joseph Park thing where you have Abyss, or you have a Demon Finn Balor teaming up with the Woken Warriors, that and you have something. regular Finn Balor. But that would make him more babyface if anything else. Yeah. Uh, but we'll see. Yeah. Uh, steel cage match for the WWE Universal Championship: Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. I think Roman Reigns is going to win this one. I, I hope I, so. I, I don't think they're going to delay this any so. longer. I hope so, man. Which is as much hilarious. as much as as much as I hate Roman Reigns, mm-hmm. hates a strong word, you know. Well, <laughs> all good, all good. I'm teasing you, yeah. but uh, steel cage match. Yeah, I got Roman Reigns winning yeah. this. They're not going to delay this any longer. No, they're just going to do the inevitable eventually. And I think he will get cheered. I think he's going to get around finally. Oh yeah, yeah. He's going to get a round. I, I would be shocked if he gets booed. Yeah. Um. And uh, finally, we go to the main event. The greatest Royal Rumble match, 50 men, Royal Rumble. JR's going to have some great fun. Oh, yes. 
and and Jerry Lawler. Uh, apparently, they may not be able to call himself the King Lawler, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's just going to be Jerry Lawler, I think. Yeah. Um, greatest Royal Rumble match, 50-man. Who you got winning? Somebody that hasn't been announced yet. Oh, okay. And who who do you th- who is that person? Uh, mm, I can't I can't really say that. Just like looking at who's in the match right now. Yeah. I can't see anybody, but if you're I guess if you're forcing me to pick somebody who's already in the match, mm-hmm. um Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin, Braun Strowman. Another one of the bigger guys. Actually, yeah. Baron Corbin probably would be better just cuz yeah. he's probably due for like a Strowman like push pretty soon. Interesting. Okay. Um, I had debated myself into thinking it was going to be Daniel Bryan, Braun Strowman, or Bobby Lashley. Those were the three that I was thinking of. Yeah. Um, Is there anything, like, are they going to win a SummerSlam title shot? Is that what's going to happen? We don't know yet. Yeah. There hasn't been anything in terms of what's at stake here other than bragging rights. Because if it is a title shot and they can pick for, like, maybe SummerSlam or something like that, yeah. Uh, I would love to see... Bobby Lashley versus Roman Reigns mm-hmm. at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Um, I would think if 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 they do or say there's a Daniel Bryan versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Oh, that could be something too. Oh, you could build that up as well. Oh, I like that. That's why I was thinking Daniel Bryan. Yeah, um, was it so really? If, if if there if there is something at stake, if there's like a main event for a world title at SummerSlam, it's either going to be Bobby Lashley right. or it's going to be Daniel uh, Bryan. Daniel Bryan. I think, but I don't think we're going to get a Bobby Lashley Brock Lesnar match. Gargano, uh, oh, Gargano's not winning that. Um, I think Bobby Lashley is going to face Roman Reigns at SummerSlam, so they could do a spear versus spear right. match. Um, that's what I'm thinking. Um, but uh, it's going to be either or. I'm going to go with a safe pick and go Daniel Bryan. I think it'll yeah. be a nice little feel good moment. But I could totally see Strowman or Lashley winning it. But my pick is going to be Daniel Bryan. Right. And uh, with that, that, those are our predictions. Do you like our predictions? Let us know. Uh, send us an email uh, with your predictions. Send us some tweets. Uh, we'd love to hear it. Uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to talk more of some wrestling with ideas. Uh, or rather, I should say, we'll talk about the Impact Wrestling pay-per-view yeah. and just some of the fallout from that. Yeah. You're listening to Wrestling With Ideas right here on CKDJ 107.9, Ottawa's new music. Yep. Eli Drake. It's just a fact of life. Let me talk to you, dummies. Here we are. It's Eli Drake from Impact Wrestling. And guess what? This thing's in my way, but don't worry about that because we're wrestling with ideas, dummies. Yeah. Welcome back inside the CKDJ Studios for Wrestling With Ideas right here on CKDJ 107.9, Ottawa's new music. I'm the man they call Gibby, Zach McGibbon, alongside me, the music man, Colin Scully. Yeah. And uh, interesting that we're bringing this up. Impact Wrestling pay-per-view, Impact Wrestling Redemption. Yeah. Uh, I checked out this show, actually. Did you buy it? I, I actually, funny story, uh, Fight TV credits. Okay. Uh, during WrestleMania weekend, I had some leftover Fight TV credits. Oh, nice. So uh, I used it on the Impact uh, pay-per-view just okay. to kind of give it a checkout. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was uh, – it was a overall, you know, decent show. I wouldn't say – Yeah. I wouldn't say amazing. Well, I mean, when was the last time – really, when you think about it, when was the last time that an Impact pay-per-view has ever been amazing? Uh, you'd have to go You'd back have to go back bit. at least five, ten years. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, there's a fair argument there. And to to be fair to Impact as well, they've only done like three, two or three pay per views a year. 
Right. To be fair to them. Um, I thought the show overall, I thought there was a lot of good matches. Not like great matches, mm-hmm. but like good, solid matches. Um, but the main event between Aries, Phoenix, and Pentagon yeah. was fantastic. It yeah. was a great finish. It was. Um, but I really liked that match. A couple days ago, there was a spoiler in the tapings. Spoiler, everybody, if you don't want to listen to this, if you're an Impact follower. Um, Austin Aries has regained his title. Interesting. From Pentagon. Inter- interesting update from that, eh? On Monday, I believe, they yes. announced it. Yes, or I think actually maybe today. It was yes. It was either. It, it oh, wasn't yesterday. today. It was yesterday. Yesterday. Tuesday. Yesterday. Um, yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, it was. Uh, it's interesting. I I was interested to see where they were going to go with Pentagon as yeah. champion. Uh, it made the company seem cool. The pi- yeah, the picture. Uh, the picture that they had put up on their Instagram and Twitter mm-hmm. made it look like the title belt was literally as big as Pentagon's torso. Yeah, like completely. Like he's a small guy. Pentagon? Yeah. I think he's I think he's bigger than you think. Yeah? I mean, he's not like I mean, obviously there's I know Phoenix is a smaller guy. Mm-hmm. He's I mean, I don't want to say he's big, but he's a wider guy anyways. Yeah. Um I do really like that Pentagon character. Um it's cool what they're doing just intertwining Impact Wrestling and Lucha, Lucha Underground yeah, characters. Yeah. Um I I thoroughly enjoyed the pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Um Another there were match. some sorry, Another match. Um but something that I'm questioning, and I question, I think you know this, I question Impact a lot. Yeah, I think a lot of people do. <laughs> yeah. Um, the one match that I'm dumbfounded as to why they're doing this is the Scott Steiner... Eli Drake. Eli Drake versus LAX. Because Scott Steiner's bringing them a ton of publicity right now. Yeah. I think that's mainly why. Yeah. Um, I did love that spot with uh, PD Williams, though. Oh, which which the, where that? where uh, Petey Williams is cutting a promo, and then oh, he was doing yes, the math. The Canadian Get that Canadian math. math out of here. We're all going to Cracker Barrel. Oh yeah, that was uh, that's a nice little throwback to that famous uh, sixty-six and two-thirds chance percents promo that uh, Scott Steiner did way back when. You look at um, me and you look at Kurt Angle and you see that that statement is not true because <laughs> I'm a genetic freak and I'm not normal. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean Scott Steiner. Really, I think they put the belts on them because I knew think they knew that they were going to get some uh, publicity from that if right. they put Steiner, give Steiner a title belt. Um, if uh, I was on that Impact uh, media call actually with Scott yeah. Steiner, I would have loved to. I would have loved to have heard that. You could you can actually listen back to the full Impact media call. Oh, on that's right. You put them up popping. on. You put them up on. Yeah, yeah. Full uncensored. Man. I didn't censor Sweet. it. I I put it I'm all uncensored. Um, so you could take a listen to that episode there. Um, it was. Uh, Oh boy, <laughs> it was, Scott Steiner is uh, is something else in terms of a wrestling character. Um, the first the first like five minutes of it, he's dropped like three f bombs and an s bomb, <laughs> and like he, he dropped a lot of swear words. And uh, so, if you want to listen back to that, that's actually gotten a lot of fire on the downloads. Hey, that's good. Hey, you know what? It gets gets you know. I think I think, up our I, I think that uh, this is a precursor. I think yeah. this is like a foreshadowing thing to say. Like, and I hey, think, the fans, the fans of the podcast like swearing. Yeah, hey, wrestling well, with well, ideas uncensored. Well, we are we are on a radio show, so we have yeah. to abide by CRTC standards. Fair point. I, plus, I think it's weird for people when they hear me swear. I think it, yeah, it's, it's a little weird that too. It's a little weird because a lot of people are used to be just kind of. Although we have had a couple of moments where we've accidentally <laughs> dropped some not so great words. We have. Um, well, you were involved yeah, yeah, with yeah, the yeah. show during that time way back when in the f- episode forty areas. Um, okay. I remember uh, one of our old co-hosts, Brain Mayhew, accidentally dropped an f bomb. 
during one of our shows no live, live live over the air. Uh, so uh, that was something. We had one of those couple weeks. And, and and immediately I came in and it was like we apologize for the f bomb dropped on the show. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, going back to uh, Impact Wrestling, I think they're just trying to capitalize on some uh, some much needed exposure. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think they just needed to find somebody. And you know what? Scott Steiner, a lot of people love that character. It's it's kind of a cult classic character, you know what I mean? Scott Steiner. Is his promos are like, it's like he's so bad and yet so good at the same time. And he doesn't get any simpy at all. No, not from anybody. He didn't get any simpy from the people on the on the Impact Media call as well. Yeah. Um, so I think they were just kind of capitalizing on that character. You saw, by the way, that Frankensteiner that he pulled yeah. 55 or whatever. He's almost looking like a PCO. A PCO. Well, PCO is doing awesome for his, yeah. for his uh, indie career so far. Like he has just been killing it on the independent scene. Yeah. Uh, you can listen back to our old interview as well with PCO, uh, both on episode 94 and episode 100 when he called into the show. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so I, I, it's interesting to see this direction that impacts going. I really like Don Callis on there as well. I think he was a good he upgrade. He helped Josh Matthews up. He helped Josh Matthews so much. Yeah. And I think so Josh much. Matthews also played like a straight baby face announcer role really yeah. well. Well, he lost his voice first hour into the show though. Yeah, that's right. That was hilarious. Yeah. So Callis had to come in. Uh, another one of the notable things about that as well, Tessa Blanchard debuted on that show as yeah. well. There were rumors of her going to NXT. Yeah. And now it's, she's showed up at Impact. Um, so Was it her that was yelling at Josh Matthews? Yes. Yeah? I believe that was her, yeah. Um, Why? Well, she's a bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> so, like, but I, still, I don't there are ways of yelling at commentators, though. That was just straight up, like... Weird. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was it was almost Lance Archer spitting in kids' faces weird. Well, we're, we're, now we're drifting into New Japan territory. Uh, but Don Callis, uh, I thought he was great on this. Uh, I'm interested to see where the, they take uh, Impact Wrestling. I'm liking this new regime of Scott Demore yeah. and uh, Don Callis, and uh, hopefully they continue to bring uh, right the ship uh, that really needs to be righted yeah. um, in this one. But it seems like everything's going well so far. Uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're I'm going to actually be yeah, talking I'm about... Yeah, I'm taking off. Yeah, you have to take off, so that's why it sounds a little bit rushed. Yeah. Um, but Next uh, week will be fine. Next, next week will be week fine. We'll be fine. Um, but uh, thanks again for coming on, Colin. No problem. Uh, it's always fun. Giving some insight as well. I'm going to be going over the big business summit that uh, happened, and then uh, we'll also bring you to my uh, interview with uh, sorry, you were just going to say something? I was just going to say something. Um, as this is also on CKDJ, yeah. I'm going to be making my radio debut by myself. Oh, yeah, that's right. Saturday and Sunday mornings from 10 to 1, you can hear me talk about, you can hear me listen to music and talk about the music and talk about the weather, talk about traffic, talk about the news and everything. There you go. I'm going to be plugging, I'm going to be plugging wrestling with ideas quite a bit in there. So there you go. There you go. Yeah. Well, there you are. There you have it. Uh, now I'm going to shut off your mic. <laughs> have a good one guys alright uh, that was Colin Scully so we're going to take a quick commercial break when we come back uh, again going to talk about the WWE Business Summit uh, go over some of the key things that Triple H said in his little press conference there you're listening to Wrestling With Ideas right here on CKDJ 107.9 Ottawa's New Music hey this is Cody Rhodes and you are listening to Wrestling With Ideas Well, 
Welcome back inside the CKDJ studios. This is Wrestling With Ideas right here on CKDJ 107.9, Ottawa's new music. I'm the man they call Gibby, Zach McGibbon. And uh, initially we were going to have uh, Colin Scully as well, but he had to leave. Uh, obviously, grade 11, a lot of schoolwork to go through. So uh, he's uh, heading on out, uh, getting that done. And uh, obviously not going to have academics get in the way of some wrestling. So... Uh, we'll let him do that here. But I am here to talk about the WWE Business Summit. Uh, it's just interesting. They did this business summit uh, during WrestleMania weekend in New Orleans. Uh, there was a privacy embargo, I think it was something along those lines, where people were not allowed to talk about it until they released it. And one of the interesting things about it was uh, some of the comments made specifically by Triple H. Now, a lot of fans of NXT are here listening to the show as well. One of the things that Triple H announced during this business summit uh, was his plan to expand WWE NXT and the way he wa- he viewed NXT moving forward. And one of the things that really came out of this is he wanted to put in almost like a global territory system. This has been rumored for many years going back, almost 10 years, uh, where the WWE were initially thinking about doing something like that, then they backed off. And what they want to do is they want to have different NXT territories uh, in different locations. So you have the one in Florida, you have an NXT territory um, in Britain, you got one in possibly you know South Africa, uh, maybe even Japan that was teased a little bit uh, during this business summit. Um, so it's fascinating. There, there has been lots of rumors for quite a while about a uh, potential global territory system and really trying to make WWE this global brand. Uh, so really, that's that's something interesting that came out of that. Um, I'm not too sure if uh, what's going on there will work, um, if WWE can make it work. But, you know, it's something that you, you, you never know. You never know with WWE uh, what they can do with it. But I, I found that very interesting. They want to make this, they call it global localization. And they were actually going to trademark that. Um, so interesting stuff there. That's that's something that I found a little noteworthy. Um, one of the things as well uh, that was noted during this uh, business summit uh, was just how well the company is doing in terms of uh, subscribers. Uh, the WWE Network now has over 10,000 hours of wrestling content. Uh, they were also discussing uh, how this is a very important time for WWE as they are currently in the middle of TV negotiations. Uh, this will more than likely be the biggest television contract that WWE has had uh, in their existence of being the WWE. Um, so, again, this is a really important time for WWE. So they want to make sure that those shows look good. Um, there's always also been a lot of questions. We mentioned the WWE greatest Royal Rumble show earlier, um, in terms of, uh, some of the controversies around it, but they are getting paid a ton of money. We don't know exactly. We'll find out during the uh, second quarter, uh, releases. Um, but it sounds like they're going to be getting a ton of cash because they are really, really putting a lot of money into this show. Um, and so we'll probably find that out during the second quarter. Um, so some interesting stuff on that little call. Uh, you can listen into the call. I believe it's on WWE's business website. Uh, some interesting little factoids there about what's going on in terms of WWE business, uh, and, and just interesting future plans in terms of their development of wrestlers, how they want to do tryouts, uh, that sort of situation. 
We're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to try something a little different. We're going to do an interview, but we're going to do it on the road. This is Wrestling With Ideas on the road. I got the chance to commentate for Torture Chamber Pro Wrestling Dojo. And on the way over, I was driving with uh, Dr. Bob, uh, who you may know as well as a commentator for C4 and Great North Wrestling. We had a great chat on the way, so you're going to listen to our interview uh, in the car on the way over into Montreal. And then we come back, we're going to take a couple of your questions. You're listening to Wrestling With Ideas right here on CKDJ 107.9. Ottawa's new music. Hey, it's the hardcore legend Mick Foley, and you are listening to Wrestling with Ideas. Listen and learn and wrestle with ideas. Welcome back inside CKDJ Studios, Wrestling With Ideas, right here on CKDJ 1079, Ottawa's new music. Actually, not in the studios, we're in a car, as you can tell by the background noise. I'm Zach McGibbon, and with me as well is a commentator for a ton of promotions. I'm going to list them off a little later. Uh, Dr. Bob is with me in the car. Uh, how are things going, man? Great, I'm enjoying this luxurious ride, a near limo-like ride here that we're in, Zach. I'm sure you're not used to this kind of uh, pomp and circumstance getting to a show. Yeah, this- I'm going to say, this is five-star treatment. <laughs> Open up the champagne. Not before the show, though. Totally sober, thank you. Yeah, no, no, we, we save that for after the after, show. After, after when we party, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Red rope treatment. Yeah, we're, we're actually in the middle, I think we're in Quebec now, aren't we? Uh, they all blur together. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. yeah. We just got the thumbs the, up. We are wheat, in Quebec. The wheat fields of Quebec, yeah. I guess. Very, very rural Quebec. I, I enjoy all the farmland we've seen so far. <laughs> picturesque, yeah. I must say. Yeah, very much uh, picturesque of Canada. Hey, so how did you first uh, break into the wrestling business, man, just to get things uh, started off here? Uh, someone found me in the crowd. I won a contest. No. Uh, <laughs> What a way to start. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Wrestling business, quote-unquote, I guess it was a gradual uh, thing, so it's not like one day I just got a job or say. But uh, at first I was working music for a while for uh, C4. After speaking to the promoter, Mark, I'm yeah, just going to say Mark his name. Andy. Yeah, because uh, you've had him on the show before, yeah. and they've been very good episodes, Zach. Um, Thank you. And um, not just because I'm talking right now, <laughs> i, I got to say. I'm in the car. I, yeah. I understand. <laughs> it's okay. After the microphone goes off, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what I read. Like, yeah. you'll, you'll, you'll cut a shoot promo. Uh, yeah. just, oh, that Mark and that Zach <laughs> holding me down. Um, yeah, so with uh, C4, I was doing their music for about 11 months, so that would be for anybody who's going to indie shows, DJ who plays entrances, intermission, uh, all that stuff. Uh, I was doing that for about 11 months and finally got the opportunity to work for commentary. Worked a few dark dark matches, not unlike a a wrestler, I'd say, you know, just proving myself, doing a few of those uh, smaller matches for the show. I got connected up a little bit after that, a few months later. So, as you were saying, the bunch of promotions. Um, and I see four is a place that got me my start. I love it. I'm still there always at every show. You can see me if you're out at Capital City Championship Combat, which has just changed venues, actually. You know, yeah. I'll mention that. It's going to be a big change for them. I went over, started working commentary for them three-man team or rotation, rather. So, we usually two people on commentary at any time. And then worked over for... GNW, Great North Wrestling. A lot of that uh, footage is on YouTube. You can go check that out at their YouTube page, uh, thehannibaltv.com. And we started doing some work over there. In the middle of that, uh, after sort of in the middle of that, um, I was trying to look out for different promotions as well. Um, I got connected 
right before then, almost the uh, same time interval, and in May I got connected up with, um, and I only mentioned Great North because we're going to be working on that show as well. Yeah, going to be yeah. doing that. It's the seventh volume of these uh, sort of intimate settings for the DJ, uh, sorry, Dojo. Yeah. Um, think about the music again, but the Dojo shows they have over here, great talent, great matches, uh, two different uh, NWA titles that are regularly uh, competed for on these shows. Tonight will only be the NWA British Commonwealth Championship held by Alex North, the dominant champion who's been defending it against all comers. Tonight he takes on Genesis here in Montreal or Montreal North. Check out their Facebook for more information and you'll see some of their upcoming shows and some of the big talent they got on there like a Ray Steele who's going to be uh, dominating the competition. I'm sure more, uh, more on that. And uh, we have, uh, yeah, so I got into GNW, I got into Torture Chamber fairly uh, at the same time, and um, through there I've been able to call matches for all three companies, have had um, some communications here and there while I was learning too, it didn't just kind of step into commentary. Baby steps, I learned from some great names, uh, Lenny Leonard, oh, yeah. Dave Prezak, Kevin Harvey, uh, my mentor Arturo Ocal, who worked for WWE, works for bunch of non-wrestling but bunch of sports down in the states right now um i've had uh, sessions with them i've learned from other people as well i've teamed with and i mean i gotta pat myself on the back here a little bit just because well not really an accomplishment so much as good fortune on my part but i've worked with the biggest names in in, in i'd say canadian indies right now so an adam b a chaz mike roch gonna be working with you yeah, that's very great. soon um, Garmami, Tony, there's work with some of the biggest names. Some wrestlers have also done some color commentary. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's only been year two now underneath my belt. And I feel like I've accomplished so much. Been able to commentate in crowds of uh, upwards to 1,500 people for Torture Chamber. Yeah. Um, been all over the Internet. I had a, a match that I commentated with Sid now. And I've got to look back. Last time I checked, it was something like 21,000 views. Oh, it, was, it was ridiculous. I think it's actually in the 100,000s now. Oh, yeah. No, that was a long time ago, I guess. Yeah. Maybe, maybe 200,000. Yeah, I think it's some, some, somewhere around Some there. Somebody check this after the show and uh, yeah. message Zach back at, yeah. uh, what's your social media? At Ra is Gibby on Twitter. There you go. There you Put go. that and uh, send us back what the count's at now. It's I set up that Twitter long ago, <laughs> by the way. Not really the most original Twitter are, name. Are right you now. not on Raw yet? No, I'm not on Raw yet, unfortunately. Okay. Hopefully you get there. Ho soon. Hopefully soon. Hey, maybe you'll come with me. Well, yeah, we'll see. You'll, you'll probably get there first. <laughs> I mean, that's the way. This will. This show uh, will actually be my first commentary gig, I guess, legit commentary gig since uh, Great North Wrestling back in August. And uh, so that'll be fun. It's, it's, it's been a while, so I'm happy you're here. My other commentator, co-commentator that I was working with, uh, Tony has stepped away for a few things, and uh, excited to hear what's next for him as well. Uh, I know he's got some oncoming projects. We'll follow those uh, very, uh, very closely. But excited to work with you, Zach, for the first time. We've talked previously. I've called into the show, yeah. and uh, we've been mentioning trying to work together on something. We've yeah. got a couple other things coming up. Uh, may I mention? Yeah, we're going to be working as a three-man team for GNW coming up uh, for Cage Wars 2. Some big, big matches there, and I know we're both excited to see Haku. Oh, my God, yes. Haku and Hannibal in a cage. This dream-slash-nightmare match that nobody thought was ever going to happen. That, How many chops do you think will be delivered during that uh, match? I feel like... They can dish it out, but probably only need one from either man. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, I'm sure we'll see just 
the, the violence yeah. that'll be in that cage. Yeah, that's going to be something else. I don't yeah. think a lot of people really expected a Hannibal Haku match in general. Yeah, and now we're going to get it in a cage. Um, my goodness, May 12th, don't miss it at the Brockfield Memorial Center. And the semi-main event, I guess, as well, will be uh, Laurel Van Ness, a.k.a. Chelsea Green, uh, famous at uh, Impact, versus our uh, champion, Lady Yasmin, the yeah. uh, Women's Championship of Canada on the line. And, of course, the man that everybody on the Internet is talking about, PCO. Versus oh Jeremy God, yeah. Prophet settling this feud that's been ongoing for quite some while, hopefully. And, uh, yeah, we'll see those three matches and more. And the show after that will be May 25th in Pembroke. So there's a bunch of things upcoming. Check out their Facebook. Check their YouTube. Check us out. Uh, a lot of my commentaries on there. The majority of things you'll be able to find, actually, from me will be on GNW's uh, YouTube. Yeah, so, I, I, so you were mentioning, too, you... Uh, you know, we're, you're going to commentate a PCO match, that sort of deal. What other uh, big names have you uh, actually commentated for? Um, so PCO was a dream of mine, and I got to commentate that match he had against Max Lemire, a.k.a. Max Testosterone. What a match that was. Um, other big names I've had, Rene Dupree. Right. Um, Sin Bo- Sid. Yeah, yeah, yeah Sid. Uh, obviously, that was biggest name. Yeah. Uh, there was uh, Sin Bodhi. Yeah. Um, Kazarni from WWE as well. Uh, guys, locally guys like uh, Mike Bailey, Frankie the Mobster, uh, you know, uh, Beast King FTM, the yep. huge names locally as well. UFC, so I've had uh, a little bit of guys come over do their thing here. Tom Lawler. That's right. Yeah. And um, not live, but I did do post on matches with Samoa Joe and Jinder Mahal. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so WWE names. There's been a bunch of other wrestlers as well that... Um, I've had the pleasure of calling some amazing matches, and I'm looking forward to 2018, the rest of it, 2019. Big names, you know, big matches for all these comp- uh, all these promotions. One of the things that's coming up new, too, this year is I'll be calling for ISW, their huge return, Interspecies Wrestling, K-Town Collectible Expo, the toy convention in Kanawagi, May 19th. I've loved that promotion. I've followed it as a fan. You'll see me in a bunch of their DVDs, probably sitting front row. <laughs> I've gone to a lot of their shows. Finally, I'll be doing ring announcing there for them. First time doing that. Plus, uh, calling for some of their amazing matches they have on the card. I know I'll say amazing a lot, but that's really how I'm feeling lately. <laughs> yeah. You know, this dream life I'm living <laughs> in this dream car that we're <laughs> yeah. limo, sorry. That five star quality yeah, limo. Service. Limo, K brother. <laughs> um, so we got the ISW tag team titles that'll be the um, are vacant right now. So that'll be uh, on the card with the Gymnastic Boys from the States. Looking yeah. forward to that. TDT, SSB, kicking and stomping in arguably three of the best, if not the best, tag teams in the entire country. Yeah. Plus the Gymnastic Boys from the States. And, and that'll be a heck of a match to watch. The K-Town Toy Box of Doom match. Jeff Cannonball. You know, deathmatch extravaganza there, there versus go. Fluffy the Killer Bunny, uh, previous other champion from ISW, and a big showcase match they got over there. A million dollars and pure Mexican gold. I wish I could translate that for you. <laughs> Kyle Zachary versus Taco Loco, the local uh, hero, Kyle Zachary. So, hope everyone in K Town and Ganawage comes out to see that one. Um, since I'm on a roll here for the vlogs, <laughs> just my, keep on going. Just keep on going. As well, go for the vlogs. <laughs> Torture Chamber. May Madness, May 19th. We're going to be seeing Ray Steel versus Genesis at the Santa Loisir St. Martis uh, Canadien. Um, Nailed it. 
Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Pat myself on the back. Quadrilingual old Dr. Bob here. Uh, the Bone Collectors will be defending their NWA Canadian Tag Team Championships against the Strange, Strange Bulls in the main event. The NWA British Commonwealth Championship, Alex North versus Stefan Paulson. We've got Wes Dawson versus Sheldon Jean. Whole bunch of other matches there. Main time, 19th, going to be something not to miss. Yeah. A big show in June that they have as well. Um, there are the Gala de Lutte contre Cancer. So a big uh, cancer charity show too. Um, some of the matches are online, but just quickly, it'll be Dom Boulanger versus Alex North. The match that everyone's been hyping about. Yeah. Everyone's been talking about for the NWA British Commonwealth Championship. And last one I want to just hype here to C4, my home. May 25th, they're changing venues. I'm sure you'll be able to talk more about that later on yeah. your show. Uh, the show's called They Live, and it's going to be at St. Anthony's Hall, 523 St. Anthony. Literally, it's going to be an amazing, amazing show with some big returns from LAX, Ortiz and Santana. Yep. A debut of guys like Eli Everfly, who's on everybody's lips, especially after Joey Janela's Spring oh, Break yeah. 2 that we were just talking about. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to turn off the hype mode for a second because it's just... <laughs> It's it's so many things coming up in the next few weeks, next few months that I'm going to be attached to and just excited to as a fan. We're all we're all fans, yeah. So just excited to see as fans and uh, whether that be GNW, ISW, uh, C4, and Torture Chamber, it's going to be a blast doing everything. And I'll see you on a bunch of those shows too. Yeah, it's going to be fun. There's so many shows going on, especially on uh, May 19th. I notice. Yeah. K Kane must be having some sort of like aneurysm right now with it going on May 19th. Hey, thanks again, Dr. Bob. And uh, anything else you want to quickly plug there in terms of social media? That's what yeah, we do. Sure. Uh, hit me up on social media, everybody. I'm happy to talk wrestling, happy to talk whatever. Dr. Bob, your commentator of choice on Facebook. <laughs> got a thumbs up from the car here. I got, got five-star limousine service, of course. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. i, I got to thank everyone in this the car. The funny part is, is you actually have a Dave Meltzer shirt on right now, so it's appropriate that you have the five stars going for this limousine service. Who's this? Dave Meltzer? Dave oh. Meltzer. Oh, Dave Meltzer. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what this is. It, just, it was clean. It just happened to be on. It was a clean shirt at home. Thanks. <laughs> Uncle Dave, tweet me. Um, and then on Instagram and on uh, Twitter, uh, you can find me at Dr. Bob Commentary. Please message me. I have a lot of spots available for uh, booking more shows. Maybe not so much in May, but afterwards I got some time to uh, do everything uh, and call all the shows you, can, you want from me. I uh, am available to do everything in post-commentary as well. And, uh, yeah, there's a couple other plugs I want to get to if I can find stuff. I have tons of papers here. Yeah, well, you know, there's a lot of space in a limo. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'll lose some things here. <laughs> so there's, um, there's uh, yeah, I want you to follow or look along to the upcoming wrestlers in uh, uh, RT Cable. He's coming up. is uh, one of the guys to watch yeah. coming out of Torture Chamber. And another plug, too, that I've been uh, forced to make, uh, threatened, threatened to make, yeah. is uh, for the uh, upcoming uh, lot of bunch of shows that he's on, the Ray Steel, at 1426Ray on Twitter. And on Instagram, he's at RaySteel underscore Feel the Steel. Steel with an, e, with an E, just like his name. So that's RaySteel underscore Feel the Steel. And uh, hopefully it'll be a pleasant ride back without... Uh, yeah. You know, no consequences. Yeah, exactly. We won't get beaten up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ray is a dangerous fellow. I've seen what he's done in... Uh... You felt the steel. Well, no. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> is this going on radio? <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so a bunch of great shows coming up, a bunch of laughs. <laughs> Come see us, Zach McGibbon, uh, and Dr. Bob will uh, be bringing the smiles. We'll be bringing the great wrestling commentary. And, uh, yeah, come, uh, I might not, or might, or might not have merch. We'll see. We'll see how much. We'll see what happens. We'll see how much people make fun of me. All right. Thanks very much, Gibby. (laughs) Hey, no problem. We're going to take a quick quick commercial break. We'll be back with more Wrestling With Ideas. Welcome to the Dog Pound. Hey everyone, this is Rick Stoney. You're listening to Wrestling With Ideas. And welcome back inside the CKDJ Studios. This is Wrestling With Ideas right here on CKDJ 107.9. Ottawa's new music. Thanks again to Dr. Bob for that great interview. Uh, Of course, you could check out all the great stuff that he does uh, on the commentating scene. I'm glad to be uh, a color commentator with him uh, for Torture Chamber Pro Wrestling. Uh, So a lot of fun there. And uh, so now we're going to get to your questions. Uh, If you have any questions for the show, you can send an email over wrestlingwithideasradio at gmail.com. Or you can send us uh, questions on Twitter at wrestling, capital W, ideas, or at raw is Gibby. Uh, You can send in your questions there. We will answer them right away. We've got a couple of questions here from Jonathan Skuse at no excuse on Twitter. Uh, We got three different ones. First question. Question, who's more badass? Hashtag the Shield or hashtag the Samoan SWAT team? Ooh, that's a good good combination of wrestlers of tag teams there. Um, I really enjoyed the Samoan SWAT team out of those two. But the Shield Shield had a really good uh, little swagger about them. I like them. Uh, Next question he sent in was, who is better, twice the Kevin Ash I am or half the Psycho Sid that you do? Um, I'm going to go with the Psycho Sid. I think that's the right answer, but don't quote me on that. And the final question here. If you were stuck in an elevator with Scott Steiner, Samoa Joe, and Kurt Angle, what are the odds for each of them winning at sacrifice? Well, you have to take in the fact that Scott Steiner is a genetic freak and he is not normal. So I say that uh, I, I think uh, each of them, I think Scott Steiner has a 66 and two-thirds chance, uh, or actually percents, I should say, of winning. Actually, if you... Out of the math, I think he's got a hundred and forty-one and two-thirds chance of winning at sacrifice. So, I, I I think I think the math checks out on that one. Uh, we'll go with that for now. And our final question here uh, comes from Doctor Bob. Uh, he asked an interesting question, uh, basically on uh, some of the different wrestling promotions and how to get some television exposure. And I'll search for it here. And his question, in our opinion, in North America, what steps do non-WWE companies have to do to reach out to new audiences? Wrestling is in a boom period, but how do companies capitalize on this in the long term? I think they got to get a unique uh, presentation, a unique style. What makes them stand out? One of the things that really made Lucha Underground stand out was it was more a television-based uh, show with uh, intricate storylines. It's not all real. It's more, uh, you know, a, a little bit more predetermined, I guess you could say. Um, obviously they presented themselves like a television show. Uh, there was death on that show and it initially created an, a spark. Uh, obviously you don't want to go too overboard with it. Um, but they should look at companies like, you know, progress in the United Kingdom. They were able to make themselves stand out by being more of a punk rock vibe, uh, with the way they were able to present their, uh, television. Well, in terms of their DVDs and that sort of stuff. 
they were able to present themselves differently, more of a darker, grittier sort of style, interesting camera cuts, that sort of deal. It, it all goes back to television presentation um, in terms of uh, camera work, uh, the way the lighting goes, the way it looks. Um, I think that's one of the main things that wrestling companies can really stand out for. And in terms of longevity, you just have to have a commitment to that. Um, make yourself unique, understand what you are as a promotion. Um, if, are you going to be dark or gritty? Are you going to be more family friendly? What are the things that are going to make you stand out? Um, I think you just got to be different from everybody else. And I think that's been proven uh, before, you know, impact wrestling was way too similar to WWE. And then they obviously had their own little money troubles and look at where they are at right now. You know, they're not the same company that they were, uh, however many years ago now. Um, now you got have to have uh, a difference. You got to have something that makes you stand out. You got to be an alternative now, and it just goes back to that. Uh, you just have to be an alternative. You have to be different, and that's what you know. Companies locally here, like C4, Acclaim, even Great North Wrestling, they have a different uh, style to them. You know, uh, C4 obviously you can make the argument it's more modern. It's more of a it, it appeals to its demographic. Um, Great North Wrestling more old school. You get a lot of uh, old school wrestling matches on that one. Each has their own different and unique uh, presentation. That's what helps make them uh, each successful in their own different right. It's just the way that they present themselves and their kind of brand of wrestling. And I think that's the way to really make you stand out. Also, just for the long haul. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to Wrestling With Ideas. Uh, next week, we got an interesting interview. We've actually got an in-studio interview with uh, Sheldon Jean. He was uh, recently on the Impact One Night Only pay-per-view uh, in partnership with Border City Wrestling, and he has wrestled for Pro Wrestling Noah in Japan. So you're going to hear some interesting insight into that, some of the guys he's wrestled uh, in Noah tag teaming uh, with Cody Hall, the son of the legendary Scott Hall. Uh, so a lot of interesting stuff there in terms of that. Um, so that interview is coming next week. And, of course, all the aftermath from the WWE Greatest Royal Rumble show and heading into the backlash the next week. As you heard there, next week, Colin Scully is also going to be making his grand return to the show. Uh, he'll be continuing on uh, afterwards uh, bi-weekly, I believe. Uh, so that's what's going to be happening there. So uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in to Wrestling With Ideas. You can follow us on Twitter at Wrestling Capital W Ideas or follow me on Twitter at Roz Gibby. You can follow uh, Colin at at CD underscore the music man. Uh, you could also like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram at wrestling with ideas radio. Uh, we've got a lot of clips up as well on our YouTube channel. Uh, if you also leave a like on the Facebook page, you can actually see the full video version of episode 100 of the show. Uh, so we are going in strong. Uh, we're going to have a lot of interesting, unique content coming up in the next couple of weeks. But until then, guys, have a good one. You have just listened to the greatest wrestling show on the planet. If you want to listen to older episodes of the show, including full interviews, make sure you check out Wrestling With Ideas on Podbean and on the Podbean app. Or listen to us on our new SoundCloud page. We can also be found on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Player FM and many more. Make sure you keep on tuning in every Thursday at 6 p.m. to wrestle with ideas.